People sort their mail over the trash can. That's an old direct response marketing quote that's been said for years. And in this episode of Tim Talks, we're going to talk about what direct response marketing is and how it blows away what is called awareness marketing. This is crucial to understand in your music business building efforts, guys. So let's do it. That's today on Tim Talks, episode eight. Welcome to Tim Talks, the podcast helping the independent musician online. If you're looking to build your web presence, expand your reach, grow your email list, and sell more of your music on the internet, then this is the podcast for you. With short and actionable episodes every Monday and Thursday, Tim Talks is all about demystifying social media, digital marketing, and all things online business for indie artists. Let's dive in. Could you use $100 to invest in your musical pursuits? With the launch of the new podcast, I'm doing a drawing for a $100 gift card to Sweetwater Music. Head on over to freemusicgift.com and enter the drawing to win. If you're using the podcast app on your iPhone, just tap the Tim Talks podcast image and the link will pop right up. The drawing closes on Thursday, March the 26th, and I'll be announcing the winner in the 12th episode of Tim Talks, which is going to go live on Monday, March the 30th. So make sure you enter soon. Again, head over to freemusicgift.com today. All right, episode number eight. How cool, how cool, how cool. All right, how's it going? How are you this week? I'm amped. I'm excited. Uh, This is a Monday when this is going live, although I'm recording it on a Friday. I feel like I've said that before. It's very cool, by the way. I can't wait to dive into podcasting with you uh, on how you can get your podcast going. I geek out over that subject. You should definitely start a podcast. In fact, I have a little video on how I use SoundCloud for my podcast. It's not an exhaustive video at all on how to set it up, but um, I'll be working on a training course for that at some point, but not quite yet. Um, But in the meantime, if you have a question about podcasting or or something along the lines of digital marketing and all the things that we talk about here on the podcast, head over to any of the show notes for any episode, and in the blog post, you're going to see a little place that says, send a voice message to Nate for the Tim Talks show. In fact, if you're reading these very words right now at the blog post, every episode has somewhat of a transcript. Uh, You should see the voicemail widget directly under these words. (laughs) So, um, okay. Um, Ask any question. I'll do my best to answer it. Leave us your name and your website and uh, any info on yourself, and I'll do my best to answer your question right here on the show and um, have you in an episode that's dedicated to your question. All right, let's get into today's episode. It's all about direct response marketing. This is a very specific kind of marketing that I think is the best way for any small business or aspiring indie artist to grow their fan base and and their email list and their broader market awareness in general. There are really two kinds of marketing. The first kind is the kind that most people are aware of on a daily basis. It's the type of marketing that we are bombarded with each and every day. It's what I call awareness marketing. In business school, they, they simply just, they call it mass marketing or branding. It's, it's what all the big boys do. They spend millions of dollars on ad campaigns that cycle through television, print, both online and offline. They, they put their brand before as many people as possible. They do this for years. It's a long-term awareness campaign to get people thinking more about their brand, their products, and their services. Not only do they spend millions for the actual ad spots, but they also spend a ton of cash uh, on ad agencies that, that help them come up with the right image, the right saying, the right branding, uh, you know, to really make sure that their message 
is perfect for whatever campaign they're doing. But the end game for this kind of marketing is simply awareness. It's name recognition so that when you are somewhere and you're looking to uh, get a soda, we'll say, (laughs) you reach for a Coke because that's on your mind because you know and have seen so many of their ads, right? Getting in front of many people as possible, getting in front of all these eyeballs is the job of every awareness marketer. That's the first kind of marketing. The second kind of marketing is what we're going to mainly focus on today because it's very different and it's actually extremely important for the little guy. It's what's called direct response marketing. This kind of marketing is all about soliciting a response from the person reading the ad or watching the commercial or or whatever it is, um, a response in order to take action. In direct response marketing, you have what is called a call to action or a CTA for short. Awareness marketing is all about being hopeful that someone, anyone, will go to iTunes and buy your music. Direct response marketing is when you have a clear call to action that gets someone into your direct system for following up with them, okay? We talked about email marketing and how that is the best way to be thinking uh, direct to fan, right, in the last episode. But using direct response techniques is how to get someone on your email list. It's it's how to con- it's how to continue cultivating relationship with them. It's how to ultimately get someone to purchase something from you. Another way to compare the two marketing approaches is is um, who is on the other side of your marketing efforts. Again, W I F T. What's in it for them? Branding and mass awareness advertising is usually all about the brand. You know, they're the center of attention. It's if you're doing it, it's all about you, right? And when direct response marketing ads come onto the scene, it's all about the customer. It's all about uh, putting them in the center of attention. What's in it for them? This is why uh, uh, you know a tweet that goes out on Twitter that simply says something like, "Hey, my new album is out on iTunes. Um, here's the link." That's just making someone aware. It's not a wrong thing to do. I'm not saying that's bad, but it's not going to be as effective in the long run for building fan loyalty. You're, you're just making people aware, and that's okay. Um, but a tweet that is targeted and says, hey, worship leader, for example, if you're a church worship leader, worship leader, click here to get my Sunday morning new song bundle for free. This then brings me to my next point about direct response marketing. It's measurable. Mass marketing is not measurable, especially when you send people to something like iTunes. And don't even get me started on iTunes. We have a lot of episodes to go in the future, and I'm going to be addressing my my thoughts on iTunes and how um, I think iTunes might be a bad idea for an indie artist, but um, more on that later. Um, you can't measure the effectiveness of that first tweet that went out, you know, hey, my album's live at iTunes. Here's the link. You can't measure that. The first tweet is um, sending people to iTunes, and you can't measure that very accurately as much as you could measure a tweet that has a more direct response approach. The reason is is that you control the direct response approach a whole lot more. You have more control. You're not leaving it up to the person to figure out what they should go do with your tweet. In a direct response approach, you determine what the action is, and you have a razor-sharp way of tracking the actions that are taken. So here's an example. I use lead pages. They sponsored the show. I talk about them on every podcast. I use them every day. I talked about them in the last episode as well about building your email list. But by using lead pages, I can build a landing page that is connected to the marketing campaign that I may be running where there's a very clear 
call to action. So, for example, on the back end of my lead pages account, I can see how many people are going to that landing page. And this metric tells me how effective I am in getting people to that page, right? And so with a direct response approach, every single thing is connected in that campaign. The ad, and by the way, when I say ad, you can also insert tweet or social media status update or blog post or anything that is meant to get someone to take action. It doesn't have to be a paid advertisement necessarily, but but everything is connected in in a direct response marketing campaign from the from the ad or the message or whatever to the landing page to the follow-up emails after that to the other offers that that might be um, offered after that. Basically, it's all optimized and designed to literally turn someone into a fan of what you're doing. With branding and mass marketing, uh, the way that you really crush it there in that category, the only way, <laughs> is to have a lot of money for a very long time. And this is where, for me, when I started looking at all this, the light bulbs went off. These massive corporations have been running major ad campaigns for years because they have the money to spend on the volume of advertising that is needed. That's why so many people, when they when they try to go do advertising, paid advertising, they don't see a lot of results because they try to tack on to their campaign this mass marketing awareness approach. They're competing with so many other brands and marketers out there who have deeper pockets than them. I mean, think about that. Um, small businesses who who try to compete with, you know, by, by doing a commercial or that they spend thousands and thousands of dollars to um, to get someone to come and use their service, but they're doing branding. They're doing a branding approach. They're doing awareness approach. They're not calling people to action. They're just saying, hey, here's, here's a billboard on an interstate, <laughs> right? Another difference between awareness and direct response is targeting. Direct response marketing is only meant for targeted people. So you can be much more confident when you're spending money on an advertising campaign because you're targeting specific people directly who actually need and, and want what you have. Awareness marketing is just another billboard on an interstate, as I just said. Everyone drives on the interstate, and so everyone might see your billboard ad, but not everyone cares, right? Many, in fact, aren't remotely interested, and they don't even see the billboards. Again, you might be um, getting your name out there, quote-unquote, but it isn't an effective strategy for growing your platform long-term. When you target a specific group of people and you know exactly what their pain points are, you can have very effective marketing that calls them to action. And always remember, the best marketing puts them at the center of attention. Again, W-I-F-T, what's in it for them? Other defining differences between these two types of marketing is uh, direct response gives a specific offer. It oftentimes is a time-sensitive offer with some scarcity, and it always has some kind of follow-up, whether uh, follow-up for those who took action or follow-up for those who did not take action. And we're going to be talking about all the tips, the tricks, the tactics for how all this stuff can work and, and how um, we should even drive it home for someone like yourself, who's an artist, by the way, because it tends to be a little trickier when it comes to art. But I strongly feel like this approach isn't used enough by artists, partly because it feels a little bit more pushy, a little bit more salesy, and I'm touching on that in the next few episodes, by the way. Um, but for now, you need to know the language of marketers and the difference between these two types of marketing so that you don't spend too much money trying to do branding when you don't need that at this point. Um, 
and you know exactly what you're getting into when it comes to advertising and marketing. You can have a mix of both in terms of um, awareness because actually the awareness thing begins to happen uh, as a byproduct of direct response marketing because obviously they're aware of you. But you'll see the most tangible results because you can track those results from direct response marketing methods. But don't forget, guys, what's in it for them? Let me tell you about an online tool that has completely made my life so much easier. Leadpages.net is your one-stop shop for creating landing pages, opt-in pages, and sales pages that convert. Trust me, guys, you could spend hours designing your own landing pages with a web developer, or even longer if you're a DIY guy or gal, but Leadpages literally gives you an easy button. With just a few clicks and customizations, you can have high converting landing pages and squeeze pages in literally under five minutes. It's well worth the investment if you're serious about growing your email list fast. Just head over to theindependentmusician.com slash lead pages and sign up today. Again, that's theindependentmusician.com slash lead pages. Okay, guys, to, uh, to do some action items here. I want you to head over to this blog post that I have found, uh, successwise.com. There's a great blog post there. What is direct response marketing? It's basically just a reiteration of everything I've just said, but they go into a little bit more detail. And uh, the point is that you want to educate yourself when it comes to marketing and and to know, you know, the, the lingo a little bit. And um, that's important. So it'll really help you think through how are you going to um, market and sell your music. So... This doesn't mean, by the way, when I say sell, it doesn't only mean making money and doing some sort of transaction um, in return for money. We're always selling something. We're always hoping that people take some kind of action when it comes to what we're doing musically, whether it's um, reading a blog post or making a comment on a blog post or signing up for an email list or purchasing the album, um, whatever it is. We're, we're, we're hoping that people take that action and there are things that you can do to get people to take that action. So um, ask yourself, what are those things? And I want you to list those things out. What actions, what CTAs do you want to see from people? What CTAs do you want to see from people? That's your second action item. There's my CTA to you right there. Write down, what are your CTAs? What do you want people to do? Okay, and then thirdly, I want you to ask yourself, what do I have to give someone that's going to help them? So it's back to this, what's in it for them? And begin to list out the benefits that they would get from taking that action, for example. Um, what are the benefits? And you got to think broad here, because this is where it gets challenging as an artist, as a musician especially, that's who listen to this podcast mainly, right? it gets a little bit challenging because it's like, well, I just want them to like my music. I just want them to buy it. I just want them to uh, sign up for my email list. I just want them to do whatever. Um, what do you mean benefits? How I want you to think about that. I know it's probably a little bit stretching, but I want you to um, put on your thinking cap, take, take 30 minutes and write that down. What are you selling? What are you trying? What calls to action are you doing? Are you asking for? And what is in it for them? Don't forget to take action, guys. That's the only way to move forward. If you go and take time to think this stuff through, it's going to give you clarity. It's going to give you um, really a deeper conviction on what you're doing. So I'd love to hear how this goes and um, how your time goes writing this stuff down. 
So head over to the show notes at theindependentmusician.com forward slash eight, and you can let me know how it goes. You can also leave a voicemail there if you'd like to ask a question, and um, and we'll dedicate an episode for you if it fits. And um, of course, I, I can't give, give everyone airtime, but I would like to um, start collecting those. So go ahead and leave your voicemail there at the blog post, theindependentmusician.com forward slash eight. All right, and uh, don't forget to sign up. If it's your first time checking out this podcast, you can win $100 to Sweetwater Music. At the end of each month, I will give away a great drawing of some sort. And for March, it's a $100, can't talk, $100 gift card to Sweetwater Music. So head over to freemusicgift.com and enter your email address. Not only are you going to be entered into the monthly drawing for the, the gift card, but you're also going to receive the free report, Tim's Top 10 Tools for Internet Music Marketing. Um, and again, that's freemusicgift.com. You might be the winner. Check it out. Episode number 12 is going live on the 30th of March, and that's where I will announce the winner, and it might be you. So if you're listening to this in the, in the future and you're past March 30th, don't worry. Head over to freemusicgift.com. There will be another drawing there for you to enter. And um, what you'll do is you'll sign up for the email list, and then you'll be taken to a place where you can actually put in entries for the drawing. And you do, and you can do various things to increase your chances of winning to enter multiple entries. And um, it's awesome. So, all right, guys, in the next episode of Tim Talks, I'm going to probe into your mindset a little bit. In fact, episodes 9 and 10 are a little bit like a great big rant from yours truly. <laughs> it's going to be all about selling, and you won't want to miss these. I have a pretty strong opinion on the subject of sales, and I want to see if you might come to the same conclusion too. That's next up right here on Tim Talks. Adios, guys. <laughs>